Hello, hello and welcome. Welcome back, I should say. Yes, I've been away for a few weeks, so apologies. Or maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe you've, maybe you've been enjoying the silence. But anyway, I'm back, I'm fired up, and I'm here today in your ears. So what I would like to do is do this episode today. It's about accountability and ownership. Being accountable for your actions, taking ownership of your failures not just your successes of your failures as well okay so i wanted to do this episode i wanted to draw on my own experiences of how i've been doing it lately and how it's helped me and i want to share those experiences with you so if you are in a stage of your life where maybe you've come unstuck or you're in a bit of a rut or a little bit of a trough take a listen to this it should help might be controversial at times maybe hard to listen to at times but believe me hear what i'm about to say take it in digest it and hopefully it might just give you the kick in the seat of your pants that you need so let's get into it this is winning tonic it's episode 15 i'm andy t let's go right then so let's get into this so yeah accountability and ownership i this has been on my this has been on my mind for a, for a while now, and it's it's something I wanted to do I, an episode on it. I've been thinking about it the last few days, and I've just finally sort of got a um, an hour or so to spare. Don't worry, it's not going to be an hour. <laughs> this this I'm going to keep it short. It's just a quick one. This just a quick rant. No structure. Not got any notes written down. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to let my mind wander. So I read a lot, as you know. I've, I've probably mentioned that in several of my um, podcast episodes and I'm doing a couple of books at the moment. I've just finished one called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Uh, Jocko is a ex-SEAL commander and he now has um, his own business um, where he takes the lessons that he's learned from the SEAL team, from being in the teams and being a commander in the teams and he now takes that into businesses sits down with CEOs, etc. If they're struggling with the businesses and goes in and dissects the businesses and basically just tells them where where they're failing. Most of it, where they're failing, most of it he can track back to, you know, people not taking ownership of where there's problems. There's too many people just passing the you know, passing the book or not sort of, you know, owning up to if something's going wrong, it's probably your fault. So I wanted to draw on that. It's it's not sometimes it's not an easy thing to do, but you know what? The, if you think about that, if you dissect a lot of, you know, things that are maybe going wrong in your life, if you you know run an autopsy on them, the chances are it is gonna stem back to you, and it's because it's something if it's because of something you have done or haven't done, and that's the reason you're in it. You know, I've got examples of it, endless examples of it, and it's become more apparent lately. You know, I had a a strange year last year with with the property business. It's okay, but there was big changes happened in in the market. Anyone who's a landlord in the UK will understand, especially a HMO landlord. There was big adjustments that had to be made, and there was some losses that I made acceptable losses but losses nonetheless and it'd be very easy for me to sit there and say oh 
it's because of the change in the legislation or you know it's because of the change in the law or whatever no it's because i didn't set things up in the right way from the off that's why okay now look these these losses didn't happen overnight and i knew it was a it was a calculated decision by me it was planned over a period of sort of six to eight months i knew what was coming i, I looked at every single um possibility and every i went down every single avenue and in the end it was just easier for me to hand a portion of my portfolio back we're not going into too much detail about how they were structured or anything like that it's not what this one's about i can go to my youtube channel that's that explains all that stuff but it was just a case of that ended up being the best decision. It wasn't an easy decision. It affected my bottom line. But nonetheless, you know, I didn't fall asleep, you know, Sunday night and wake up Monday and all of a sudden they were gone. It was a planned thing. I did it over a prolonged period of time. And, you know, it was it annoying? Yeah. You know, it was, uh, you know, five years of work that is ultimately gone. But, you know, there's when one door shuts, another one opens and it... In, in terms of actual the the time I've got back, it reduced my staff levels, you know. So it, it kind of it evened itself out a little bit, but it was you know it was still a blow. And you know life is full of you know these these blows and these hits. And I know I've got more to come in the near future. Uh, don't know where from. I just accept that it's kind of that's the way life is. But what I had to do, you know, I can't I can't blame I can't blame you know, changes in the legislation. There is always going to be changes in the legislation or in the law or in business. There's always going to be things that will change. And unless you are willing to or able to adapt or have an exit strategy or a backdoor out of these situations, unless you set yourselves up and you can't adapt or bob and weave that these hits that come, then it's your fault. Now, the reason I had to make that decision, yes, it was an it was a, the best decision ultimately but you know it was the the best of a bad bunch of options and those bad bunch of options could have probably been avoided if i had have done a better job on the front end so now again you could track it back well why didn't i make those decisions on the front end well probably because at the time i probably didn't have the money to make the decisions that would have been you know enabled me to to make that part of my portfolio i've still got a nice portfolio there but that part of the portfolio more robust for for changes in the market well if i didn't have money at the time why didn't i have money at the time because i probably wasn't doing something else elsewhere so it's me it's all that was all me all my fault yeah it's no one else's fault it's not the government's fault it's not my accountant's fault it's not any it's not any jv partners faults it's my fault my fault 100 percent once you accept that and once you get that straight in your head then it just makes life so much easier i've just i've been able to let go of so much like not bitterness but just frustration and it's just it's like a weight lift off my shoulders like okay look lesson learned let's you know let's let's go from a gratitude point of view i had those properties for a long time i more than made my money back i had a fantastic time with that that those properties and now that that part's come to an end it was a good run and um, they were going to come to an end anyway in two years because they were on a seven-year contract P potentially could have renegotiated the the contract in two years but the vendor wasn't willing to um 
enter into negotiations with me now so ultimately that's why they went back but do you know what they've gone back two years early i've lost two years worth of income that i would have normally had but you know it, it's just one of, it's my fault that's my it's no one else's fault but mine you know there's no one else to blame it's 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 all on me and what i will take from that is had a fantastic five years and i've also now learned to be more meticulous with set don't be lazy don't cut corners and you know back then if i look back then to when i think you know you know i was from 38 39 next week you know i would have been 33 back then <laughs> i know what i was doing back then and yeah i probably was just a little bit you know i was i was too relaxed in my approach you know things were t things were coming far too easy for me back then and i was just you know it was i was having a really good time you know on and off the pitch um if you know what i'm saying you know i was you know i didn't have didn't have kids back then you know it was just me and hannah were still you know off party party you know having seven eight holidays a year weekends away etc etc get the idea and things you know i probably just wasn't as laser focused as i am now i didn't have the business business acumen that i had now i didn't have the support network that i have now the power team that i have now the knowledge that i have now and you know now when a, when an opportunity like that presents itself again i will approach it differently because of what i've just been through so there's no i mean there's no guarantees that um i'll get it right but i know i now know what i know how now i now know how not to do it you know because of the experience I've just been through. So, you know, and I wouldn't have got to that conclusion unless I'd taken ownership and I'd become accountable for those mistakes. That's just one example. If I want to go even bigger into it, you know, I was having my coffee this morning and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking at my life. I am incredibly lucky, like unbelievably blessed. You know, if I look back on my life, I, if I look back on my life and I think about, sort of the, the start I had in life, the support network I had with my, my mother and my father, and to a, a huge degree, my older brother, Stephen, who's seven years older than me, who was a, you know, another sort of father figure to me as well, um, because him just being that much older, you know, if you can just imagine when I was 10, he was 17, so he's done the teen thing, and then when I'm 17, he's 24, so he's done, you know, he was always... He'd always just been through a big, big stage of life, and it was just like it was. He um, was just a very, very good mentor to me. Um, you know, he was just a perfect, perfect big brother um, to me. Despite my best efforts, we never. Me and my older brother have never had a fight, never had an argument in our entire life, and that's a true story. I guarantee I annoyed him when I was a little kid, but actual, real, full-on, you know, fights or arguments, not a one in our life. We just we're just not on that vibe and i think it just stems from that's from the just the, the starting life we had um you know we weren't you know lavishly rich you know my parents both worked very very hard worked full time they gave us everything we didn't really want for anything and you know we had a good education they supported us with all our decisions, whatever it whatever they wanted to do. It was football when I was younger, you know, I was my dad was at every game, you know, with you know the my my Saturday and Sunday league um games and with my school games, you know, as was my brother, he'd he'd try and make most of the games as well. I had a an unbelievable start in life. Like it was just there wasn't really anything missing. And 
sat here now and thinking, do you know what? I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for my life. I've got an amazing girlfriend. I've got two wonderful children. We're all incredibly happy, healthy. I'm sat in my beautiful house now that I love. You know, Hannah and the boys are actually away skiing at the moment. I sent them off skiing last week without me. I'll get into that in a minute. And we're just incredibly blessed. But, you know, there's, a, there's, there's parts of my life where I'm thinking, I should be doing better. I should be doing better. Or I should have done better by this stage of my life. It's not that I'm not great for what I've got, but I'm always, I'm always looking to climb. You know, I'm always looking to climb. I'm never, it's not that I'm not happy. I'm very happy where I am, but I'm always, I just want to achieve more for myself, but also for my my children I, you know I don't want them to be spoiled I but I want them to have options and that is for, for for them to have the options that I want to give them I need to put the I need to put my foot on the gas sort of thing and I'm part of me is just like well you know why have I not got there now or why am I not at that stage now I should be and I look you know if I, if I reverse engineer it it's because of the decisions I've made you know I was I was at a stage of my life where I said I've got no regrets no regrets you know through my 20s i did everything i wanted to do i traveled i you know i i was you know i've been self-employed for 14 years you know so i've been basically you know living life on my own terms for a long long time now since i was sort of 24 24 about 24 years old so i went through the the latter part of my 20s just on my own terms you know no not getting up didn't didn't do the nine to five thing you know i was doing the property thing and it was all on my own terms and i've been my own boss for a long long time now and it's been on my terms and i was like yeah you know i've got no regrets and i'm just like do you know what that's not necessarily true i now at the stage of my life i'm at now i do have regrets because what i wish i had now done is saved harder uh invested more wisely even though i've got you know a portfolio and you know all that business to you know to, to show for now it should be better the, you know it, it just should be better the portfolio should be performing better the debt should be lower it should just I should be in a I should be a few more rungs up the ladder the reason I'm not is because of the decisions I have made and not made I chose to you know go on holiday when I probably should have invested that money into you know a, a low cost index linked you know stock you know on the on the on the, the stock market or should have invested in a, a bigger property or you know spent money on my education or just furthered just bettered myself but you know at the time it was just like yeah do you know what this is gonna this is making me happy I want to go on this holiday I want to do that or I want to go and get that car or whatever it was and now you know I'm reaping what I've sowed, and now it's because if there's any state, if there's any part of my life based on the start I had, based on the support network I had, the education I had, the the opportunities that were presented to me, if I'm not at a certain level of my life now, or if I feel that I am lacking at a certain level in my life now, it's because of me. It's because of the decisions I have made over the last, you know, let's say 10, 15 years. Fact, fact. If I am lacking, it's because of the things I've, I've not done, the decisions that I have made. Um, every decision I've made has sent me down a, a path. People say that we're a product of our environment. 
bullshit I say, I call bullshit on that, we're a product of the effort we put in. And it's I have found this to be true, certainly lately. We are a product of the effort we put in. If you are winning or if you are having success, it is because of the effort you are putting in. If you are failing, if your life is crumbling around you, it's because of the effort you are not putting in. Yeah? Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, if some of you are sitting there saying, bullshit, I am working my nuts off and things aren't happening for me. Well, guess what? You've just got to keep going. Because I guarantee if you quit, then you didn't work hard enough. You have just got to keep going until you hit that target, whatever it may be. And then you'll be a product of the effort you've put in. And it'll be, if you are a success, it's because of that effort. You have got to keep on going. I could give you endless examples of this. Certainly in the last 18 months of my life. So I set up a digital marketing company in October of last year. I didn't move from my laptop for the last three months of last year. I sat and I studied. I invested a lot of money into this training and into the software. I studied and I studied. January, I was like, right, I get it. I understand it. I know how to you know, find leads for small businesses now. Uh, no matter what type of business it is, mortgage broker, realtor, dentist, chiropodist, whatever it is, you know, electricians, contractors, whatever it is, I now know how to find leads for them. January, I went out and I started absolutely working on this, working on this business. Because I listened, I had to give away a portion of my, I had to give back a portion of my portfolio. My bottom line's reduced. I've, all right, I've reduced my staff levels. I've got more time, been spending more time with the kids. I've had more time to work on the digital marketing business. One door closes, another one opens. That's what I said before. You know, now this digital marketing company is a different animal. I've got I've now got a partner in it doing all the tech for me. I'm already looking at maybe bringing on another member of staff to help me do sales. It is, and this is a product of the effort I have put in. There was a long time, you know, months and months were of this, you know, the months and months where I was studying, I was just like, oh, have I done the right thing? Have I wasted my money? And then the last, you know, three months where I've been going out, you know, speaking to prospects, you know, practicing my pitch, you know, doing, you know, cold calls and stuff like that. And then it would have been very, very easy for me to quit. Very easy. Not just because of the results I wasn't seeing, but because of, you know, the... You know the the little naysayers, the little doubts, the you know little voices in my my head, and you know people around me saying, "Are you doing the right thing?" You know, if you're looking to increase your income, why don't you get a job, etc., etc. Do you know how hard it is to keep going when you're hearing that sort of stuff? It is really, really tough. And thank God, I mean, again, gratitude. I am sat here now, my hands together on my head, and I'm just incredibly grateful you know clients now i've got clients that is now a fully fledged business you know it's it's doing it's doing good money it's doing good money we will look to probably be doing five figures um you know probably probably in q q2 of this um of this year we'll be looking to do five figures with me and my business partner and that is that was our target when we started when we joined up in January together 
and we're on course for it. I've got two massive appointments tomorrow and that'll be that'll be us halfway to our five figures and it's exciting times and it is all a result of the effort I've put in. Fact. Absolute fact. And you've got to own you've got to be accountable. You've got to own your success just as much you've got to own your failures as well. Stop blaming other people. It's not other people, it's you. It's you. Stop it. Just stop now. Stop blaming other people. You know, if you're in a crappy job, it's your fault. You know, if your boss is a wanker, it's your fault. You're in a silly relationship, your fault. Get out of it. It's just the way it is. Stop blaming the rest of the world or other people or other situations that are out of your control. You know, just stop it. Just take control of your life. Take ownership of it. You know, Hold your hand up and say, yeah, do you know what? I fucked up there. Big time. That's my fault. I should have done this, this, and this differently. I didn't because I didn't know. Well, do you know what? Now I know. I didn't. If I didn't know, it's because I didn't study it hard enough or I didn't do my due diligence at the start or I didn't ask the right questions or I've not got the right people around me, etc., etc., etc. So, you know, this is this is just my very quick sort of story my very quick episode for you today you know if you are in a rut if you are struggling a little bit just start taking ownership sit down dissect the problems you've got in your life write them down on paper go through them and just say okay this that's my fault number one that's going bad that's my fault why is it my fault and write down the reasons and don't kid yourself with the bullshit reasons that you've been telling other people because you're too ashamed you know, to, to be honest in front of your friends or your family. Forget about that. It's just you and a piece of paper and a pen. Be honest with yourself. Write that shit down. Go through it. That's going wrong. That's gone absolutely tits up and it's my fault. Why is it my fault? Really? Be absolutely honest. What could I have, what could I have done to stop that happening? And don't you dare say there was nothing I could have done. Guarantee you there was. Take it back to, you know, its inception and you'll find a reason why it was your fault. Take own, don't be scared to take ownership of it. Feels good. It feels good. It's like a weight off your shoulder, honestly. It's like therapy. So that's it. So I hope that's helped. I tell you the other thing as well, and I'm, I think I'm gonna do another episode on this, but I quit drinking on basically the 1st of January. I do dry quarter every year. Do you know what? I'm gonna keep going. I. I, I, I'm honestly, I'm a different person. I am. I'm always. I'm, I've always been okay, but it's. I am another level. I, I couldn't even now even think about having a drink. The thought of a hangover is the furthest thing from my mind. I have got a target in my head, for a financial target, a business target, and a success target in my head that is so big. You know, I really feel uncomfortable discussing it with a lot of people. And do you know what? If I carried on doing what I doing what I've done for the last fifteen years, I know for a fact, for a fact, I wouldn't, I won't hit this target. And it's going to be a case of if nothing changes, then nothing changes. And uh, you know, look, I've tried it one way for the last, let's go back, you know, 15, 18 years to when I was 20. Tried it that way. I've achieved X doing it that way. But to get to this next level, that ain't gonna work. That is not gonna cut it. 
and I am laser focused. And you know what I said before about I'm at a certain level of my life now, but it's the certain levels where I think I'm lacking and I should be doing better. Well, that's based on the last 15 years, you know, of decisions. If you think for one second I'm going to get another 15 years down the line and say I've not it's something for the same reasons, how mental would that be? No way. I am going to now to give it absolutely 110%. It's going to piss people off because I'm not going to be drinking. I'm not going to be socializing. It's going to weird people out. But you know what? I honestly think it just weirds them out because it, how it makes them feel about themselves. You know, they can't accept that I am happier being sober. I am the sharpest I've ever been, the happiest I've ever been, the clearest I've ever been. I just, nothing is too much for me. Bring it on. The amount of work I've got on, I'm, I'm handling it. You know, personal stuff I've got going on with my family, with my father, with my, with his illness, which I, I haven't gone into and I won't go into right now. But it's just, all that is just easier to deal with because I've just got this, I've just got this clear mind and it just, but it has all helped me sort of have this, come, come clear on this accountability and this ownership thing. So, yeah, I hope this has helped. I hope that's made sense. It makes sense to me. If you are in a rut, if you are a bit stuck, you can always reach out to me. You know, if you're having problems, especially in like property, if you're if you're wanting to get started with property or even in business, I've got business experience as well. Just reach out to me. You know, hit me on my my email. Yes, at weloveelan.com. That's weloveelan e l a n dot com. Reach out to me on that. You know, I love talking shop. Let's see if we can work some some business out. If not, you can go to my Facebook page, which is my property Facebook page, the three six five investor. Facebook.com forward slash the three six five investor. You can always get me there as well. Contact details will be below the podcast. So listen, guys, that is it. Thank you so, so much to all of you that listen in and who reach out to me. Um, if you've enjoyed this, you know, leave your comments below. Leave a comment. Please hit subscribe. It means the world to me. And yeah, I appreciate every single one of you. Take care, guys, and I will check in you with you in the next episode. Bye. Hey guys, it's only me. I just wanted to say a huge thank you for checking out this episode. If you have enjoyed the content here, if you could take it one step further and subscribe to my podcast, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Either on iTunes or Spotify or Anchor, whichever medium is you've chosen to listen to this. If you're willing to do that, maybe you want to go a step further as well and leave me a very quick review. Obviously, I want good ones, but I obviously also welcome feedback as well. So it's the only way I'm going to make this podcast the best one for you guys, my loyal listeners. So listen, I'm Andrew Thomas. This has been Winning Tonic. Let's find a way. Thanks, guys.